charged energy. Put in your booby rocks. Live your best life. Keep doing you. This week is going to be a little bit different because I have a fun new interview that actually I was interviewed on another podcast and I wanted to share it with you because there are so many great questions and great tips in this episode. I was on a podcast called Spread the Good Stuff with Bron Carr and Cindy Lee Harvell. They are the creators of the Good Stuff Network and they have been creating, building, and experience life together for over 20 years. They're super cute together. So they have everything from music performance to event production to educational programs and corporate presentations. Uh, Broncar has been on a whole bunch of networks on TV. He does uh, large audience presentations too through music and their experiences, their, their goal is lifelong learning and personal development. So I wanted to share their mission, which is to support those who are making a positive impact in the world by teaching positive daily practices, inspiring techniques, and powerful tools for personal growth. They do this with engaging programs for groups and individuals, energizing live events, and online channels. So they have the Spread the Good Stuff podcast. Lastly, community is also a vital component of the process in creating a safe and supportive space for others to learn and grow together as their specialty. So... Please check them out. It's called Spread the Good Stuff. It's uh, really just a positivity movement. And just how I feel about sharing love and laughter in the world, that's exactly how they feel with love and music. And just sharing that, really how to raise your vibration. So we do talk about that. And I wanted to share to for you to stay tuned so that you can hear different techniques that we share on how to raise your vibration, what that means, and then we go in more in depth in that. So stay tuned, and we'll be back with you next week. Oh, Also, if you're going to be in the Lake Orion, Michigan area, I will be there on Saturday for the Daisy Project presenting L.O. Palooza. That'll be in Lake Orion. So if you go to lopalooza.org, you can get tickets for a small investment of $25. You get a day full of bands, events, activities, vendors. I think there's some food stuff and I will be the MC. So feel free to come out and say hi and support an amazing cause. They are raising funds for special needs children. Uh, Specifically, I believe they're raising money for parks. I can't wait to see you. Hey, think about this. You've never been at this exact moment in this exact place as this exact version of yourself before. Whoa. Whoa. 
I'm Broncar Lee. And I'm Cindy Harville. We believe that when we approach the journey of life with curiosity, joy, and a desire to grow, we can have a powerfully positive impact on the world around us. Join us for conversations and explorations that will change your perspective, shift your mindset, and inspire you to get out there and spread the good stuff. Spread that good stuff. All right. Today we're here with Jenny McKinney. She's a warrior of love and laughter that liberates people through the power of positivity. She really, really, really Ooh. is. Yes. We love this intro <laughs> because we just found out that Broncar wrote that. <laughs> yes. I said that about her months ago and I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. I did. I wrote that in a journal and I'm, I'm visual, right? Same as you. And so I could see what journal I wrote that in. And I thought, you know, what? I'm going to go find that. And I flipped through and I had already had a sticky note right on it in that journal. Like, hey, here you are, it is for later. (laughs) (laughs) You're going to need this. (laughs) I knew I liked that. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yes. So thanks. I'm super excited to be here. Yes. Well, I wake up excited. This is just a bonus. (laughs) Yeah, it has nothing to do with us. You're just excited. You are revved and fired up for life. Yeah. 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 Uh, And before we jump in, uh, this podcast is brought to you you. by (laughs) the good stuff network that's true yeah we are the good stuff network and we help people that are out there in the world spreading good stuff and making a positive impact um we help them to um do that well and take care of themselves and develop themselves and their presence and their amazingness and get it out there so amplify all that good stuff if if anybody listening wants to check out some more you can visit go.spreadthegoodstuff.com to see what we have going on right now Back to you, Broncar. <laughs> <laughs> and back to you, Jenny. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> so you're like just an amazing human being that that exudes positive energy and light and just everything awesome. Thanks. Yeah, I think I was probably dropped a few times. That's. I think that's what happened. Maybe my wires across. Too much hair color. I mean, I got a lot of options, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> how How do you describe yourself? Because clearly, we we read. You know, I wrote that description yeah. about you. But how do you describe? How do you describe yourself in your work? Uh, I would say. Um, Somebody said the word joy seeker one time, but I don't know that I'm actually seeking it. I love to help other people seek it. I feel like I already live in joy and bliss literally every day. And not everyone shares in that enthusiasm. So I repel a lot of people and I attract the right people, right? Mm. So um, I feel like it's a good mix. It's just how I am. I mean, I wake up like this in the morning and I love sharing that. So I feel that the world is already hard enough. And if all I have to do is be myself and share love and laughter with someone else to give them the space to feel what joy feels like, that's where I'm coming from. So if I, not that you've asked me, but if I had one superpower, (laughs) I would say- You'll just be interviewing yourself today. Yeah, I'll just share it. I would say, I wish that my superpower could be Letting somebody who was like anxiety riddled, depressed, you know, suicidal, anything like that, that's on a just on a having a challenging time. If I could just switch my person with them for, 
you know, a few seconds. Of course, I feel like they probably wouldn't want to give it back. So then I'm locked out. But I would love for them to just feel what it feels like to live where I live and the frequency that I'm at all the time. And so it is possible. But I just I don't think that they're they would see that or I but I want them to feel it is really what it is. Can you articulate? I know it's it, this is a tricky question, but can you articulate or attempt to articulate the feeling of joy? What is what is the feeling of joy? I would say 90% of my day I feel like my heart could literally explode at any time. Like I'm just so excited and it's just literally love and happiness. The If you think of the happiest thing that you've ever done and the happiest you've ever been, that that's where I'm at all the time. And so it's like, I mean, I literally smile and laugh and I woohoo all day. You know, I skip down the hallway with the dog and then I woohoo in the car and then I'm just smiling. And I always think too, when people look at me, they're like, look at this cheese ball over here, right? Like, what is she smiling at? What is she laughing at? For example, when I'm at the gym and I'm listening to, I'll listen to my own podcast, but I'm laughing at my own jokes, right? I'm laughing when I'm on the treadmill and I had a guy literally giving me dirty looks thinking I was laughing at him because I just happened to be looking at him. And then I think once he realized I was not laughing at him, he ended up two treadmills down from me to be by me when I'm laughing. And then he realized, oh, you know, her intention is not I'm not, you know, laughing at anybody and I'm just laughing at myself. I mean, now I feel like I owe him an explanation on I'm yeah. just laughing at myself. These you are should, my own jokes in my hearing holes right now. <laughs> yeah, you, you should get on that. I want to. I want to be the fly on the wall that witnesses that conversation. <laughs> right. hey, do you remember the other day when I was laughing? Well, actually, I wasn't laughing at you. I was yeah. actually laughing at myself. Yeah, not at the present moment. I was laughing at a past version right. of you that made a joke, yeah. and I was laughing at that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's just like a constant excitement, right? Like I don't know what's coming today, but I'm just so excited, and I. I, it's almost like if you could take your toddler's energy and put it into an adult body. Yeah. Because I am not appropriate. I mean, I am not like, I don't act right. Everyone's like, when are you going to grow up? Uh, that's going to be never. That and Jenny McKinney time, right? Like, <laughs> I love it. It's like, so, yeah, just high like, kicking all over. Little kids love me. Little kids love me most of the time. I mean, some are a little, you know, negative nuggets but but it's like okay it's like the saying of uh you know you you march the beat of your own drum it's like you laugh at your own jokes (laughs) yeah literally (laughs) literally and i same thing like i'll be driving with all the windows down just laughing my face off at myself because i'm thinking like there's just so many when i look over and somebody's like like hates their life or hates their job or having a bad day or whatever's happening over there and then i pull up and i'm like they're like what is this like here's something something's happening over here that is not normal yeah you know find that do you find that when you exude that kind of energy that joyful energy do you find that there's a sympathetic resonation or that it brings out that kind of joy in others do you witness that often i would say it's it's probably a mix so i would say the energy that i bring lets them be themselves so uh, a lot of times I don't know if you both experience this, but because your energy is pure and authentic, people feel safe with you. So Mm. then they just kind of, 
emotional vomit or, you know, word vomit on you. And then, you know, you're just left standing there like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, yeah. Yeah. We know that. We know that feeling well. And our kids do that. And, and, you know, for, you know, for any parents, you know, you understand like when the kids come home from school, it's like they've been, they've been holding that in all day, being, being somebody in, an environment, you know, that, that has certain yes. rules and regulations. And then when they come home, they feel that trust with you. And that's when they let it all out for better, for worse. You know, <laughs> right. I wish it was laughter right. that they were letting out. It's I know. Not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then on the other side, you know, I feel like I probably trigger a lot of people. So, um, for example, you know, being in restaurants, I'll, I'll be laughing because I'm having a good conversation and I'm present with the person I'm with. And so we're laughing, telling funny stories. And I've actually had a lady in the restaurant. I'm pretty sure she was super irritated because her boyfriend, husband, whoever she was meeting was late. And I just kept laughing. So now I'm like, building some negative momentum on her situation. And she made it real clear. They actually, when he got there, they argued and then they left and she stopped and told me that I ruined their blank dinner and I needed to shut my blank mouth. Yeah. And I was like, "Ah, okay. There were other things she should have been mad at in life, right? Like her dry hair and other things. Right. But I didn't call that out. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) <laughs> I didn't slap her with any hair conditioner. You know what I mean? Like, if you choose to walk around with ramen noodle hair, that's your choice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I it's didn't say anything about it. Un- uncooked ramen noodle hair. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it looks like. And so it's one of those where it's shocking to you, where you're thinking, wow, that took a lot of energy for her to come over and share that uh emotional experience with me. And at the same time, I mean, it happens all the time. They don't have to say words, but I know, you know, people are giving me dirty looks or, um, but I think a lot of times people weren't allowed to laugh or they were being laughed at. And so I feel like that's where the trigger comes in that they feel I'm laughing at them. Yeah. And of course it's like, you know, never taking that stuff personally. I mean, it, it it can be really, challenging because you're like, whoa, what did I do? I feel responsible suddenly, but it's like, well, that person's reaction has nothing to do with me at right. all. I'm existing yeah. over here. And that person has obviously a trigger point. And yeah. my, my thought is I always like to think, well, hopefully through that process, they got to clear some energy and they right. got to process something. And then in hindsight, they were like, wow, you know what? I, I really thought about something. I really got that out. That felt good. Oh, I feel yeah. kind of bad though for that person that had to receive right. that had nothing to do with anything at all. But yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's I, the optimist in me. That's what we would hope for. Absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's the energy that I send with those people. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. What is your, what is your technique for that? Cause this is a really big one, especially for empathic people or people mm-hmm. who are tuned into that unseen realm of, of, of energy and emotions and feelings and things like that. Yeah. Do you have a process, uh, for, for kind of protecting yourself in those types of situations so that you can radiate and exude your joyful energy without somebody else, uh, infecting you with something that may be less preferred? Yeah, that is such a great question. So I'm going to share a few things that I used to do and what I do now. Excuse me. So what I used to do is I would pull all my energy into me, right? And then I would put on almost like a spiritual bubble wrap. 
because then I would just let them pop the bubble wrap and then it doesn't get to me. But then what I found is that made me feel almost on the verge of a panic attack because I had pulled all my energy in. And so then I fell almost in this box and it was very claustrophobic. So now what I do, um, two things. One, I, um, if I could say this, I mean, I put rocks in my bra and call them booby rocks, right? So I put my little rocks in and they have energy and then that's my protection. So that's every day. It can be one or 22. I mean, sucks if I trip on the sidewalk and fall because it's going to look like a pinata. <laughs> 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 so I put my rocks in and use that for protection. A, a lot of other things too, like communication, you know, look block on this side for one thing, you know, help on one side for another thing. So um, that's really the, the main thing. I mean, I do that every single day. And then the other thing that I do is an energetic um, expansion. So I push my energy out to like, the million multiverse of the whole being of me. And so it's when I get there, it's super quiet and it's super, super calm, cool, collected. And it's almost like going to the depth of my soul, but pushing the energy out. And what I've noticed is that it almost allows people not to see me because I'm resonating and vibrating so high and my energy is so far out. So I'm not pushed into this box. And so, you know, a lot of people will run into me. A lot of people don't hear what I'm saying. Um, there's just different aspects now, but I, that's the main thing is just pushing, pushing my energy out is the main protection. And it's so that, because if you're, it's almost staying at that high frequency where if you're at a lower vibration, it's easier for things to get to me. And almost like penetrate in a different way. And mm -hmm. so now with being expanded, it literally, so I start off small, you know, as, as big as the energy in the room, then I go bigger to like, you know, the city, then I keep going to like the, you know, country. And then eventually I'm like way, way out, but it's so quiet when I get there. But in the first few times I did it, it was, I was super dizzy because now I'm just expanding way out. Right. Yeah. And so I ground, and then, you know, push my energy out. So I feel like that allows me to be me and not allow, um, you know, there's judgments that'll come in all day, thoughts, you know, being an empath, you get all that bombarded to you. So I feel like that's that's how it helps protect me. Yeah, that's powerful. Let my space, yeah. So really that expansion process, um, you kind of like, you know, putting on that invisibility cloak, like it's, it's the expansion and the raising of your vibration that allows you to, to get to that place where other frequencies don't interact with you. Almost like, like tuning into a radio, right? right. If frequencies aren't aligned that, you know, if your dial isn't aligned with that frequency, then it doesn't come yes. in, you know, so the channels there. So you're actually shifting it into this kind of, you're getting to this, uh, you know, I would call it like a dog whistle state. You know, where it's like, yeah, you know, that's exactly what it feels like. Yeah. yeah. Can you get to the dog whistle and only the dogs can hear you, right? Yes. Only the, only the beings that are tuned in with that kind of hearing who have done the work, yes. who have gotten to that, that place, right? Then they can right. tune in, but everybody else, they have no idea. They're oblivious to the vibrations that are happening. Yeah. Um. So I, I like the dog whistle technique. That's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one was, I, I like uh, uh, bubble wrap and booby rocks, bubble yes. wrap and booby rocks. So it's yes. like. So you got your rocks that you carry around with you. Um, yeah. 
that may give you some protection and then also the bubble wrap thing which is which is a nice uh a nice image and i think the bubble wrap is kind of cool because then you're in your you're in your own bubble you have many yeah and it helps um i can tell you just you know when my daughter was little i would tell her like hey don't forget to put your bubble wrap on not not to keep her energy small just to give her because she was kinesthetic and intuitive and empathic and she was she got all of it and where you know just let them pop the little bubbles don't let them take you down you know just and then you don't even feel it especially because you're going to put it on every day and it'll like regenerate and then you know we just put all new bubble wrap on every day i like it and it's a lot lighter than like armor you know yeah and more fun yeah and And it's fun yeah Yeah. yeah. people love like oh it hurts my ears but people love it What I love, what I love about you, and then I know you have something to say too, but what I love about you is that one thing that we believe in is the importance of having like, like, okay, in a lot of personal development realms, mm-hmm. uh, there's a lot of great content. There's a lot of great training, you know, uh, and exercises, but sometimes what we found that's missing is the laughter and the fun. Yeah. And so that I think we believe that bringing the giggles, summoning the silly, like getting that kind of energy there really makes you, uh, it gets you in the place to really have that growth mindset, but the yeah. growth heart set. And the, when you're vibrating like that, you're, you're so much more receptive. And that's what I love about you is you're, you know, you're working in this personal development, you're working in some of these, you know, psychic abilities or metaphysical abilities and things like that, but you're making it fun and playful. It doesn't have to be so serious, right? It's like, right. no, 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 it's booby rocks and bubble wrap, you know yeah. what I mean? And the dog whistle technique, which I yeah. just pointed out, but like, you know, it's, it's, it's playful and we can have fun with it. And then we can yeah. summon that silly. And to me, that's the, that's the most powerful. Cause then we're in that childlike state, right? Where we're, 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 we're playful and we're joyful. Well, the, Ooh, and I just got chills, right? The best part too, and you'll both know this through music, is that, you know, when you're at a concert and you feel the vibration of the concert, right? We, and you, or if say if everybody's singing all one song, oh yes, that gives me the chills every time. But we're all connected, right? And with laughter, I don't have to know your language. I don't have to know anything about you. And we can instantly connect. Instantly. Right. And so then we have this connection. Oh, gosh, I got chills on my whole head right now. (laughs) 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 Is that we don't have to know anything about anything. And yet we can still connect in an unspoken, uh, like just the highest frequency immediately. Right. Like other than a hug, which you almost have to like earn, earn the trust and frequency, right? Yeah. With laughter, it's just instant. We don't we don't have to touch, see each other, anything. There's times people on the other side of the restaurant will be laughing and I laugh at that person's laugh, right? Yeah. And so just on that too, um, I wanted to share, I went to uh, an 80s prom night here at our movie theater and we were watching Back to the Future or something. Well, I'm losing it in the back of the theater, right? There's something silly that I see or somebody says something in my ear and it's funny. And so I'm laughing. Well, if you ever go to a movie with me, you're going to miss about half of it. So I bring a scarf and I'd laugh into that now. But So I'm laughing. So, okay, hold there, pause. Now, fast forward like six months and I'm doing a comedy show in a city, two, like two cities over. 
this lady comes up to me after and she said, hey, were you at the 80s prom night back in April? Now, this is like October. And I said, yeah. She said, I remember your laugh. <laughs> she said, I was laughing so hard at your laugh. And she said, I'm so excited because she couldn't. She didn't know who I was. She didn't know who was laughing in the theater. She said, but I instantly remember your laugh. That's amazing. And so that's so fun is like you can share something. It, you know, it, it gets people's attention. It shares it like if they hear it. Right. Because now we're on the same frequency and then it makes them laugh and helps their vibration without even having to do anything. Just be me. Well, yeah. yeah. That's, the, that's the sympathetic resonance that happens yeah. in music, right? When a certain tone is played, right. uh, produced or played, it other things start to vibrate. Like maybe it's a light fixture or yeah. a trash can or something like that, but it, it's, it's making that or another instrument, you know, it's making that vibrate. You know, you can find those, those notes that, that make it right. vibrate. And the same thing happens with humans as we laugh. Uh, certainly that brings that vibration there and others laugh. And it's, it, you mentioned comedy club. So for anybody who's ever been to a comedy club, uh, you know that when other people are laughing, you laugh too, you laugh more and there's a contagiousness to it. And from the stage, from your perspective, I've spent yeah. a lot of time at clubs too and been on stage and off stage, but from the stage, you're always looking for that one person who's got the infectious laugh. And then you play to them because you know that <laughs> right. everybody else will come in through their yeah. kind of portal yeah. or their doorway. Yeah. Yep, exactly. I don't know if you've ever heard anything from Mitch Hedberg, but he was recording. Um, he's a stand up comedian. Um, unfortunately, he's passed, but he was doing a recording and he specifically called out, distinctive laugh guy and he said you he said i know when things are funny because distinctive laugh guy laughs but it, now i know my joke isn't funny because distinctive laugh guy didn't laugh and that happens to me all the time when i'm somewhere and they're like jen are you out there jen you okay like but i'll be eating food or you know uh doing something else at the same time like it's not that it wasn't funny that's a lot of pressure, right? Now, because now I got to laugh all the time. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but it really is my favorite when, you know, you get on stage and I, like I told you, I'm already laughing at my own joke and I know the joke's coming up. I know what I'm going to tell you. I think it's already funny. And I start laughing at the joke before I get it out. Yeah. So now I don't know, are people laughing at my joke? Are they laughing at my laugh? But I feel like it's a double bonus point for <laughs> <Yeah>. whatever. <laughs> Yeah. And, and does it matter? High involvement, low yeah. attachment, right? It's like, yeah. do, do the thing and then whatever they're yeah. laughing at. What do you say or what might you invite if there's somebody listening right now who doesn't laugh or maybe they haven't laughed yet today, which would be really hard to have listened yeah. <laughs> to this and not to have laughed yeah. at all. But man, it, maybe there's some Jedi level non-laugher out there. But uh what might you suggest or invite to people who feel like they're lacking laughter in their life? They're not getting enough laughter. Sure. So I would say, first of all, the benefits are so you're missing out on just so many benefits, right? It's good for your heart. It's good for your head. If you're in pain, you cannot laugh and be in pain at the same time. Like your body physically will not let you. So it, that's why when they say laugh the pain away, that's, that's literally a thing. And so I would say, just start small. I would, as silly as it is, set a 30 second timer and just laugh for 30 seconds. If you can't do 30 seconds, do five or just do one laugh, whatever that is to you. Put on a funny movie. Think of a, something that's so funny, the funniest thing you've ever seen. 
and just pick it and laugh. And so that's why I started doing laughing meditations that were timed because I wanted people, if you're here for 30 seconds or 25 minutes with me, then we need to laugh. And the benefit is really like, you know, it helps your blood flow. It's good for your heart. It helps, you know, release all the good hormones in your brain. So it really is more beneficial than we give it credit for. It's not just like, oh, okay, you can laugh, big deal, you know, but like, it's just, it's hand in hand with feeling good all the time. Yeah. 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 So there's a yeah. lot of, there's a lot of health benefits to laughter and right. that's actually a really, that's a really tricky one to talk about because again, just like the personal, you know, growth arena or personal development arena, sure. it's very serious, you know? Yeah. And it's like, well, hold on. And, and same thing in the health arena. It's very serious. Yeah. Take these, take these men, do these exercises, do this kind of stuff. <laughs> right. And it's like, Okay. Uh, you know, and when I was a fitness instructor, I was like, dude, don't worry about any of this stuff. Just go jump around in a room for 30 minutes, like yeah. fun music and jump around. Right. But it's like this with laughter. It's like, Hey, you want optimal health? Laugh, you know, yeah. <laughs> Just if you it. want something to change, you have to change something, right? You can't, you can't stay the same and expect a different result. That's the main thing when people are like, Oh, but it, you make it look so easy. Okay, but like I have mastered it, right? Like I don't know how much, I mean, how much <laughs> I'll spontaneously combust if I'm getting happier. And, as, and as, so, yeah, and aside from yeah. getting dropped on your head as a baby, as you yeah. mentioned earlier, you've done a lot of you've done a lot of training for laughter. Yeah. You've uh, you've consciously engineered a lot of things that are creating protection around you so that you can maintain that that high vibration or state right. of, of of joy as well. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's important because for a long time I didn't protect myself and I'm just out there, you know, like, Hey, willy nilly. And then no bubble wrap, uh, booby rocks for about the last 15 years, but before that nothing. And then just walking out there free for all. And then, you know, you're a zombie on the weekend because you've laughed your face off and then everyone is kind of like sucked the energy from you. So yeah, I don't no, no. Energy vampires, no. I'm gonna vote no. <laughs> I'm gonna vote no. <laughs> no for energy vampires. Yeah. <laughs> All in favor. I yeah, you know who you are out there if you're like, oh, I love when everyone else is miserable and I'm gonna suck the life out of them. Yeah. What about yeah. energy vampires? What could we do to support the energy vampires? Because the first question is, do energy vampires want to be energy vampires? It's kind of like you know, when we went and saw Wicked, it's like, well, the villain didn't really want to be the villain. And, and we've seen that a lot over the last decade or so with a lot of movies who have who have who have shown the villain in different li uh, uh, sure. lights where it's like, oh, well, the villain was actually really kind and harmonious. And then because of this external event that wrecked yeah. them, they became, you know, dark and jealous and envious and whatever. And then that ruled them. But what could we what could we do for the energy vampires? What could we yeah. do to, to, to help them? Oh, gosh, that is a great question. So I would my my suggestion would be to if if you really feel that you're being seen is something you aren't and you're and you want to change, you have to change yourself and then everything out around you will change. Yeah. So, for example, at the uh, I had a corporate job for 20 years. And, you know, would still do silly things, but there were people in there who were totally miserable. And anytime that I worked with somebody who was miserable, I felt I wanted to explain to them, why are we doing things right? Because I just thought everyone learned that way. Silly. So 
I would share information and they're like, okay, well, why are you making excuses? Uh, oh, it was seen as an excuse instead of me explaining a reason why we're doing these steps. And you almost get offended, right? Because I'm not making an excuse. I'm explaining what's happening. So then I realized, okay, I'm going to stop making excuses and explaining and just kind of take a step back. And I really worked on things that were my own issues, which I realized, hey, Jenny McKinney, you're a people pleaser. Let's stop that. Right? Because now I'm going to do it, fix it, eat it, breathe it for you. So, okay, we're going to break up with that. So I would say start looking at different things in a different way and make changes and then everything around you will change. My my whole family dynamic has changed because of my growth. Yeah. Yeah. And so by starting yeah. with the self um, and, and, and doing that and having that awareness and things like that, how can we even for the people who, and I like, I like to keep asking the questions of, well, why or how or yeah. why or how and more and more. For, for the people that maybe we want to change, maybe we're energy vampires and we want to change, mm-hmm. but we don't know how to start seeing things from a different perspective. How do we start that? I mean, do we surround ourselves with other people? Or is there other, you know, how, how do we even start that process? Yeah, I would say you would have to find just one small step that works for you. That could be journaling everything that you, let's say, don't like about yourself. Make a list. Make a list of your pros and cons and what you think is your pros and cons. What are your strengths and weaknesses? Just make a list and let it stare back at you and just kind of sit with it for a little bit. What do you want to change? Maybe you like being mad. What are the benefits of being mad? You know what I mean? So I would say start, start with a list. It's easy. It's, you know, everyone has a pen and paper. I would hope. (laughs) Unless you're mad at life and threw them all out. I mean, I'm not sure, but like, I love writing. So I would say, do what works for you. If you need to type it on the computer, do that. If you need a whiteboard, do that. Whatever works for you and your learning style, because we don't all learn in the same way and we don't all transfer information. And I think we need to realize that. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And and one yeah. thing I'd like to add to that, which was really great, um, I'd like to add like finding that in that pros list or, or, you know, in that arena, mm-hmm. what is one thing that does bring that kind of levity or that joy or that laughter, right? Find out what that one thing is and then figure out how you can get into that one thing more. How can you get into that space more? Maybe it's a song, maybe it's a, a show, maybe it's a, 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 a location or a person or whatever it is, but something that brings that joy Yeah, and figure absolutely. out how do we amplify that joy? How do we put the microphone up to that thing Yeah, and then, and record that thing and then do it more and more and more. And then, and then start to work out, right. Sharing right. it with somebody else or engaging with it uh, on a more regular occasion. Yeah. And just giving yourself that space of new awareness right? Like just having a new awareness of, oh gosh, I really didn't have, and it all starts just like you're saying, Brancar, is like with the growth mindset. And so if if you're closed-minded and you make a list, it's not going to go anywhere, right? And so you have to have an awareness of, do I want to change? Okay, now what can I do different? Just like you're saying, find that thing. You know, some days if, um, you know, because I said about 90% of the time I live there. So on the 10% days, there are times where 
I have to put on a playlist. Like I have a stand-up desk. I have dance parties at my desk. I don't want to do that, but I know I need to change my attitude, right? And you know or, that. And, and those are techniques that you've developed where you're like, if I don't do this, then I might end up here. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, I'm going to consciously engineer a lifestyle. I'm going to bake these things into my recipe of life to where I'm actually doing them because I need some spice in that soup or it's going to be bland. Right. Yeah. And it's almost like, what what do you want to snowball for the day? If mm. you start with negativity, it just snowballs and then your snowball gets bigger. And then at the end of the day, you're crying your face off. What happens if I can just have like a, a just a the smallest snowball and then I can, you know, slap it and then we can start with a positivity snowball over mm. on this side. And so, I mean, I just catch it quick and I know that. So that's what I would say, too. If you if the more you're aware, the more the quicker you'll catch it. Catch it quick. Slap yeah. that snowball. You know, slap what I thought it. of is you can slap that snowball. You can just grab that snowball and throw it in the microwave. Heat yeah. It up. Yeah, melt it. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever you have to do is get that negativity on out of there, right? Uh, because if you noticed, and I'm sure any energy vampires listening to this will understand, it, when you when it's negative and then it's negative and then something bad keeps happening and then you're like, oh, well, what next? Well, you've just asked, right? So the whole universe is like, hey, let's throw more snowballs on top of your snowball. Then you have a snowman by the end of the day of negativity. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, I don't even know what happened. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah. Like you really do. You're really you smart. Do. You're really smart. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Question, because we're talking about energy vampires. We're talking about energy here. Yeah. Uh, what is this energy? Where does this energy come from? How do we tap into it? How do we generate more energy? If if we feel that we need to pull off of other people, if we're even aware of us, if, if we're even aware of ourselves being an energy vampire to start with, sure. how are we how do we generate more energy without having to pull from other people like that and deplete them? Where does yeah. that come from? How do we tap into that? Well, I would say it's almost, if you think about, because if you don't understand energy, I don't want to explain it because then you won't get it. Right. So if we think about it, like a car, right. Cars have engines that needs the engine to run. If you think about your body, like I look at it, like my body is run by energy or my soul. And so if you keep jumping me with battery cables in my energy, I'm going to be depleted. Right. And so if you can tap into your own engine, like if your engine sucks, you need to rebuild it. Right. Let's get new parts. Let's get new thoughts. So let's get new, new things. Maybe you're tapping into the wrong energy. Maybe look at what you're tapping into. Are you tapping into somebody else's engine that is not a good fit for you? Mm. So I would say just have a, a different awareness around energy. I feel like I feel like we're all just energy. We're just all broken off. Like we started as one big engine and we're just like little pieces of engines for little yeah. baby engines off of that. That's how I feel. Yeah. So I would say if we're all energy, you already have your built-in source. You just have to believe in it. Yeah, you've already got your built-in source. You have to, yeah, in it. and yeah. not. I like the idea of not jump-starting off of other people's uh, cars. Yeah. You know, not yeah. dependent on that. Yeah, and and it makes me think too of also like what we put into it. Again, that comes back to that to the health realm. Uh, you know, obviously, if you're if you're a battery power, you got to charge up. If you're solar power, you know, you got to get some you got to get some rays. But uh, or you know, or you have to put the right type of 
of fluids in there, you know, right. and, and and nutrients in there to to yeah. run it. And then in that analogy, also um, taking taking your your car to the mechanics, you know, like getting it getting it repaired, getting it fixed up, um, doing something self care wise. Yes. Yes. Exactly. And if your car runs out of oil, what happens? That if that's what's happening Nothing. to you Nothing. and you. Yeah. Right. That's just it. Like it bites it. Right. Like, so you have to like, you know, I'm not here to like preach about like, Hey, stay hydrated. But literally like water is so important for your body. You know what I mean? But like, seriously, you got to hydrate your engine to run properly. You have to treat it right. You know, if you, I can't drive from here to Michigan. I'm in Tennessee, by the way, because I don't want I think I'm like in Ohio. That'd be <laughs> terrible, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but like if I drive from Tennessee to Michigan, I gotta stop and get gas, right? So that's just it too. So you have to f- look at what you're fueling your energy source with. If it's negativity, if it's upset, if it's um, you know, maybe there's some trauma in there. Maybe your engine is, you know, not working on the best parts. Maybe you need to just look at some other things you know, and reassess really. Yeah. And I like what you said too, about the parts a moment ago, we kind of skipped over, but you were talking about your thoughts, you know, what's coming in, what are we putting in? What, um, in those parts, mental parts, what, what kind of, what kind of information are we consuming? So we have the people we're around, we have the shows that we watch, the music we listen to, you know, the environments that we're in, what are we consuming mentally? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, for example, my husband, his morning regimen is way different than mine. So he loves to, like, get up and watch the news, and he likes to have the background noise, and I'm not a fan, right? Like, I don't want that in my brain first thing. And so he's like, well, I'm just watching for the weather. Okay, well, we'll just watch the weather channel. But that's his thought. So he watches the news, eats his cereal, things like that. I don't have to participate in that. You know, if I'm out there, I can put earplugs in and journal or not be in the same room or, you know, come in the office and, you know, burn my smudge and get ready for the day. But the other thing, too, is talking about like our internal energy, our engine. You know, you tell your car where to go, right, with the steering wheel. If you just get in the car and just hit the gas pedal, I mean, what's going to happen? You're going to smash into something, right? Um, I mean, I would think so. <laughs> if you have it in drive, so. we're just gonna sit yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or you, yeah, unless you're on cinder blocks, you ain't going anywhere. Yeah. But the thing is, if you have to tell your energy, you know, what you what do you need from it, what do you want from it? You know, you I don't get bossy, but I do like tell my day what I want from it. Yeah. So I guess I do get side bossy. Get bit. bossy with your day. Yeah. <laughs> but we we are these like powerful beings. And I feel like sometimes like our light is squished, our engines, you know, turned down, you know, we're only running on two cylinders instead of eight that we're built with. And there's just so many different analogies I could give. But the main thing is like, we are so powerful. I mean, so powerful, not just like, I mean, energetically. And and I say that in and realistically, there's times where like I'm laughing and I can see things around me vibrating, right? Just like you're talking about the music. And so with knowing that we have that power, you can tell your day what you want from it. You can put things out there, you know, 
everyone's like, oh, that's all woo-woo and, you know, foo-foo and whatever. Yeah, guess what? And it's working, right? <laughs> you know, because they're like, oh, everything works out for you. Yeah, exactly. Because I tell it to you. <laughs> yeah, you you, <laughs> you get, know what I mean? You get bossy with it. So so the thing I'm taking away is get bossy with your energy, get bossy with your day. Yeah, I guess I am. It is funny because I'm like, well, I'm pretty flexible. And then I'm like, but you're kind of picky, right? Like on certain things. And I'm like, well, I'm not really a control freak. And then I'm like, but kind of tell my day what to do. Yeah. So I guess, I mean, I guess I need to watch my words, what I'm saying. Yeah. And that's another thing, you know, what are you saying? What are you, how are you talking to yourself? Are you hurting your own engine? You know, that's, that's a big, big deal. You know, are you telling yourself the same things that somebody told you and handed down to you when you were three, four or five, you know, you don't have to relive and re-victimize yourself every day. Yeah. You, you have the option to pick another choice. So, and you're worth it. Right. I mean, that's just going to be, that's like putting the wrong gas in your tank. That doesn't work out too good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love this. No. Yeah. Uh, Jenny, this is, this is really fun. And we could talk for a lot longer. Oh, I know. 147 minutes. I'm supposed to be here. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we do want to, we do want to wrap it up here. Yeah. Um, for people who are listening or yeah. watching and they're sympathetically resonating or vibrating with your words, your energy, your laughter, how can they get in touch with you? How can they find you? Yeah. Well, put your battery cables down. I don't need you to tap into that way, right? <laughs> like, don't be jump starting off me. Kidding, kidding. Uh, you can find me a few different options. I'm on Facebook at Jen McKinney, M-C-K-I-N-N-E-Y. You can find me there. That's where I do most of my posting and um, pick-me-ups, jokes, things like that, things that I have going on. I'm also on YouTube. So much Genergy, J-E-N-E-R-G-Y, because it's Genergy, right? Like, that's where I live, in my own Genergy. <laughs> and also, my website is so somuchgenergy.com, and it's trademarked, so shush your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good times, good times. Yes. You are just such an awesome being in bright light and it's just it's so much fun hanging out i mean like that i i, I feel i feel juiced off of hanging out with you I, i'm just listening <laughs> there's like 10 times where i was going to interject and i was like i don't think i have as good of a thing to say right now as, as she did. Oh, no no Cindy, will, you're awesome she's will, probably gonna be like i need a nap <laughs> <laughs> well i will say that my my two biggest takeaways are bubble wrap yeah because i'm gonna be thinking about that and yeah. then Proactive laughter, like yes. proactively laughing without yeah. having to need a cause, you know, just doing it, right. having that make you feel happy instead yeah. of waiting to feel happy to laugh. So that's exactly it. Yes. Don't wait to feel good. You have to feel good to feel good. Right. Yeah. 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 And laughing sense. is just bonus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's free. Yeah. Right? It's totally free. Like you have it built in your person. Like you get to do it for free. I mean, get yeah. it together. Get it. Get it, people. All right. Yeah. Well, lots of love to everybody for tuning in today. Thank you so much. And for Jenny, you are just awesome. 
Oh my god! Same back at you. I'm, yeah, I'm excited to not only spread the good stuff, but spread the loud stuff. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Spread the Good Stuff podcast. If you like what you're hearing, then join our community at spreadthegoodstuff.com forward slash community. In addition to this podcast, the Good Stuff Network puts on group programs, live events, and retreats, all infused with music, meditations, laughter, and real authentic connections with amazing human beings. If you got some value today, do us a favor and spread the good stuff by sharing this podcast with your friends and family. Spread that good stuff.